You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Thursday, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems, downtown studio. Just when you thought you were out, just when you thought you were making plans that the Flames aren't making the playoffs, they still might not, but they just dragged you back in last night with an impressive 3-1 win in Winnipeg over the Jets and, of course, what was the biggest game of the season. It was an absolute must win, and they played, quote, the perfect road game last night. Got the lead, shut it down. Jacob Marstrom was fantastic on the back end of a back-to-back and the Flames win 3-1. And then you think to yourself, how is this the same team that blew that game to the Chicago Blackhawks the night before? How? How is this possible? How is this the same team? Oh, it is. And they're tied for a playoff spot as you wake up this morning. As it's a short week. If you're working tomorrow, apologies. But a lot of us, it's our Friday today. And I hate that saying. But you, you get into the weekend, it's Masters, they, they tee off today, the Flames are still alive in the playoffs. It's a good week, Matty. It's a good way to end the week, George. You know, it had its uh, its doldrums early on, perhaps, but hey, to go into Winnipeg, tough building to play, a Jets team that had waltzed through their last two victories, just laying the boots to the Red Wings and the New Jersey Devils. One team that's pretty good, one team that's right in the middle there. And then the Flames go in, second half of a back-to-back. I'm sure they were awfully quiet on that plane ride from Calgary out to Winnipeg. They would have landed around 1 o'clock Calgary time. Quick 15-hour turnover right back on the ice to play the Jets, and there they were. Thought they played pretty strong all the way through. Like you mentioned, Jacob Markstrom was really key. My one qualm I would have is that if we have six power play opportunities in a must-need game, you you got to find a way to score on one of those. But, hey, you got the win. Five-on-five goals are just as sweet. So, not going to be negative about it, but, yeah. Got the win. Jacob Markstrom was strong. Everybody came to play. And in the end, you get the two points. You're tied with the Winnipeg Jets, although Winnipeg still has a tiebreaker. And now a game in hand. But you kind of look at the games in hand and... You can easily twist yourself into a way where the Flames actually make this thing work. Well, especially because the Jets end the season on the road in Minnesota and Colorado. Yeah, so for what it's worth, get it out there right now. The remaining schedule, the Flames play the Vancouver Canucks Saturday in Vancouver. Then they come home to play the Predators and they wrap the game that wrap the season on the 12th against the Sharks. The Winnipeg Jets will play the Nashville Predators on Saturday. They will play the San Jose Sharks on Monday. And then they have a back-to-back where they travel to Minnesota to play them on the second half of a back-to-back the Tuesday, and then they close their season the day after the Flames do against the Colorado Avalanche on the road in Mile High City. That's what makes uh, last uh, the two nights ago loss to the Blackhawks even more frustrating. Yes. Because you could have almost been controlling your own destiny here. Even if you had just got a point in that game. Yeah, that's right. No, you don't. You lose in regulation to the worst team in the league. But again, full marks, and they had all these excuses in the world. What happened to all this fatigue that we heard about the loss to the Blackhawks? Here's my opinion on fatigue. 
when you were playing a game with kind of more of a rough and tumble feel like that one did compared to a game like the Chicago Blackhawks where, you know, I don't know how much the Blackhawks want to get involved in like a, a big physical after every whistle you get into a scrum type of game when they're that close to seeing the summer. I don't know if that's really part of something that they want to be doing at this time of year. But the Winnipeg Jets, on the other hand, were very privy to it. And I think that a lot of those extracurriculars, they get you fired up and they get you thinking about other things like, man, I, these guys are annoying me rather than, boy, do my legs feel heavy. And I just think that there's a little bit of extra energy that you can draw from when you're in a heated game like that, that maybe the legs don't, they, they, they just don't, they don't feel as heavy. Yeah. Uh, they did everything last night. I thought the fourth line was fantastic. Uh, we're going to be all over this game mm-hmm. all morning. Um, Frank Cervalli, NHL Daily Faceoff Insider, joining us at the top of the next hour. Derek Wills, Mr. Positivity himself at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. The voice of the Flames. And I was thinking about that this morning. We were that close, if you don't poop the bed against the Blackhawks, to the Flames having a six-game winning streak in the most opportune time of the season. Like, this is the time to string together six wins in a row. We're almost there. Yeah. I still think that if you take, you know, what would it be? They went out, you win eight of nine going into the end of the year. Red hot. That's still a, a real good clip to be at. Like, here's the other thing. It's really hard to win five, six, seven games straight in this league. A lot a lot easier said than done. A lot easier said than done. Um but at the same time, most teams do usually rattle off. Good teams will rattle off, you know, a four or fiver throughout the course of the season, sometimes more. They, uh, they're going to do what they can. An eight of nine would still be a very good spot to be in as you head into the postseason. Or if you head into the summer. But eight of nine heading into the summer, I think you'd be pretty sour about that. Uh, text line wide open. Um, we want to ask you this morning, because uh, once once you think you're out, they pull you right back in. That, that seems to be a little bit of a theme, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Flames won't go away like blank. The Flames won't go away like blank. Mm. And let me save you a text. Uh, I'm sure I'll get a couple Toronto Georges. Let mm. me just let me just preemptively nice. burn yeah, myself before you send that in. Yeah. Um, the Always Flames good to get won't, the cell phone yeah. in. Yep. Uh, the Flames won't go away like blank. 960, 960, name and location. This rash that I have on my back that I actually have been meaning to ask you to take a look at for me. Oh, that's hot. That it's just it's got a couple of things that are pussing, and I just wonder if you could just take a quick peek at. Oh, sorry. You're alright. Oh, we started the show. Pus. My bad. Really, really hot. Go we'll talk uh, to a dermatologist. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, voicemail last night too. Oh, got did we get some voicemails. phone calls? Yeah, on, on our Wi-Fi password voicemail, 403-407-0238 or 403-4070-BET. 4070-BET. Put it in your phone. We got, uh, we got a couple we want to play this morning because uh, that's what we like to do here in the 6 o'clock hour mm-hmm. after the Flames just ginormous 3-1 win last night in Winnipeg over the Jets and what was the biggest game of the season. We were teeing up on the show. We kept talking about it. The, the season will rest on what they do in Winnipeg, and they go out there and get a regulation win and keep their season alive. What do you got for us here, Alex? We got some good voicemails. Okay. Good stuff. Here we go. All right. Hey, boys. It's David from uh, Houston, Texas. Since George always needs to know where uh, we're from, 
Um, looking forward to the Coyotes coming to town, but the Flames will always be number one in my book, uh, even when they make me throw up in my mouth like they did last night during the Blackhawks game. Long story short, I don't think uh, Russick and Kadri in the same city is a formula for success. Um, no. One of them, one of them has got to go. Uh, I kind of like George; he's growing on me a little bit. So, <laughs> bye, Nazem. Uh, hopefully, George no. doesn't follow you, so you might win another cup elsewhere. Hey, okay, bye. All right, uh, I guess. One of us. He heard go. your rant yesterday. Yeah. And um, Cadre was okay last night. Yeah, there was, he was there, fine. There was some more effort, at least. Yeah, there were spots where I was. I didn't hate it. Was the ice okay last night in Winnipeg? The ice, the ice looked fine. George. Was it fine? It was it wasn't okay. as chippy where he can just well, one hand stuff behind the net. He didn't turn over anything that led to a goal, so the ice yeah. must have been better. He was fine last night. A little more effort. For 91 that they desperately needed. But we'll, we'll dive into this game more. The fourth line was the best line of the Flames last night in a must win. And guess who scored another goal? Look Walker who's coming down the pipe. Yes, yep. sir. After, take, after getting cornered with the door open. My God, oh, that hurts. That, I, was, nope. I was worried Still about playing. that on Tuesday, man. Yep. And everyone says, I've seen it on the text line. I've talked to the ball hockey guys telling me, wow, Sutter needs to play the young guys. And they're they're not wrong, but Trevor Lewis is great last night. That's a guy. That guy's a gamer, <laughs> hey, man. He was great last night. I have no problem with Trevor Lewis and people who want him out of the lineup. Frankly, I don't think you're watching what he brings to the team. He was great and for last a fourth night. line guy. Yep. I don't think you could ask anything more. He delivered the goods. What else we got here, uh, pa- um, Patrick? Um, Alex. They're both. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna need the Flames to choose whether or not they want to be good or bad because they have turned my husband into a liar. Uh-oh. He says every single day before the game, I'm not watching. I am not watching. I'm going to do something else. And I, it almost starts an argument because I know come 8, 9 o'clock, we'll be watching the flame. There you go. Pretty good. Well, that's the way she goes. I'm sure that was I'm sure that was a lot of Flames fans last night. I'm not going to watch the game. Yeah. You 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 crap the bed against the Blackhawks. This team's done. I hate you. I can't believe this. What's that? They're up 2-1. Yeah, they're like watching TV, goes TV on. And, and the notification on the phone. Yeah. Oh, one nothing Jets. Good. Good. Good it's one nothing. Good. Miss I was the playoffs. I, was I don't gonna, care. I was going to watch okay, anyways. Okay, it's 1-1. Fine. Whatever. They're still going to lose. Oh, 2-1 Flames. I got to get to a television. Ben Walker Dewar scored. We got to go. That's pretty much what happened last night. Yeah, I I assume so. You got Maybe. one. You got one more for us, Alex. One more here. All right, play it. Hey boys. So hey. So right now it's uh it's in the second period. We're uh, thirteen minutes and fifty four seconds in. Um, there's some violence after the goal here. Oh, yeah. uh, we just had the. Oh, what's happening? We just had the goal called off a minute ago, and I'll tell you what. It's just indicative. Indicative. A uh, couple beers deep here. Uh, couple beers deep here, boys. Oh, no. Okay, go Flames, go. I'm so sorry. Okay, bye. Uh, that's what we like. If you've had a couple bevies and you want to give us... You want to give us a call? Oh, That's no. all right. Oh, no, the goal. <laughs> it's a little dicky dicky. 
the naked baby, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Whatever. Go flames. Leave me alone. I think that was more than a couple. Yeah. 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 That sounded like a couple, maybe times two. Yeah. A couple of maybe 60 ounces. Yeah. Maybe six deep. Uh, we love that. Um, especially with the game uh, Saturday night. And again, must win. That would have been against the Canucks. That would have been right after Pierre Luc Dubois sprayed water at Jacob Markstrom and those penalties happened. No, Jacob Markstrom sprayed water yes. at Pierre Luc Dubois. And Pierre Luc Dubois went and Yeah, well, but he no, was uh, he well, was I think he was just asking for some water. Like yeah. he came he went he went all the way down <laughs> yeah. the ice and said, You've got better water in your water bottle yeah. than we it's got on the bench. Tasting. It tastes way better. It's from I th- Calgary. I think ours is that stuff that we talked about with all the salt. Yeah, it's from Calgary. It's the best tasting water in Canada. I've been yeah. told here. So by Markstrom just line. tried to give him a little. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and the 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 clip of Dubois um, saying that, <laughs> saying that, uh, oh, I, water's fine. I drink it. I shower in it. Like, what else are you showering in? Like, what what a dumb clip. And for a guy who doesn't want to be in Winnipeg, man, was he an S disturber last night. Gosh, he's just He wanted to win last night. Such a pain to play against, man. Yeah, and that was a dirty play on Anderson. It was. It's a push right in the yeah, numbers. Yeah, he pushed him right in the back awkwardly. Lower back, right at the and bottom then, of the four. Right and, where the four crosses. Yeah. And good on the Jets fans for booing Anderson the whole time after because he wasn't really that hurt. Yeah. But at least yeah, yeah, just, he was out there on that power yeah. play, which I was like, okay, that's a little sus, but yeah. it's fine. But at least there was a lot of jam in that building last night. It was it was a fun game to watch, man. It was. A lot of scrums, a little scrappy. Didn't get any actual fights, but it, you kind of felt like there was going to be. Like, I thought we were going to get Caudry and Dubois at one point. Yeah, that, that would have been fun. I'm but like no, that, Caudry, yeah. He's, I'm like, that's a pretty even, yeah. pretty even I don't trade-off. Like, I don't like Nas's chances. Dubois is a little bigger than he is. Yeah, he's he's got a little bit. He's got, a small, he's got some girth. He's got a little sandpaper to him. I don't know. Nas was... I think he'd hold his own. Uh, the flames won't go away like blank. The flames won't go away like blank. 960, 960, name and location. Um, it's Thursday around here, so that means we're busy. Um, Brody on the Beat, Canada's number one radio segment at yep. 7.30. Um, Alex, do you want to give our listeners a little taste of what's to come at 7.30-ish? So we basically were looking to assign blame for the flame season, and then they went and had a lights-out game. So it's kind of funny. We've got some... Pretty critical, critical people of Calgary, the Flames. (laughs) Well, the question was, if the Flames missed the playoffs and it was a giant if, who's to blame, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Could be relevant. They still could miss the playoffs. For sure. What's the percentage this morning, Matty? The percentage over on Money Puck would be... I'm going to say it's 41. Ooh, it's not going to be that high, I don't think. 31. 31.8. Really? It's that low? That Winni- tiebreaker, man, Winnipeg, in that game in hand. Winnipeg dropped to 62.5. Okay. Um, Wanted to get your thoughts, too, Patty. Uh, your dad's a Jets fan. Mm-hmm. How did he feel about that game last night? I think he just, he's just mad like he usually is. <laughs> with it. Like, he's like, typical. <laughs> typical Jets. Yeah. You know, <laughs> blaming Hellebuck for no reason. You know, yep. it just oh, feels, yeah. like, uh, feels like what most Jets fans do. No, that was that was just an effort that they, hey. uh, you know, that's not surprising. It's that's how they played since January twenty second. Yep. When all else fails, blame your Vesnik. Yep. Blame the goalie. goalie. Yeah, blame the goalie always. Always 100%. works. Excellent trump card. Yep. Um, Maddie, I'm sure you got a lot to do straight ahead in the Rose Report. It's pretty fat today. Yeah, yeah. it's a big um, boy. The Masters tease it up today. Super excited about that. Uh, Mike Weirzy, Mike Weir playing at eight a.m. <laughs> Calgary time. 
with Kevin Na. So that's unfortunate. I believe they've teed off already, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, I think six it was, o'clock. Yeah, yeah, they teed off. They're through one hole. He's even. Okay, hang on. Where's he even through why, a hole? Why did the Masters not recognize where I am? It's a, uh, yeah, we got a 6 a.m. start. Boom. All right, he's even. She's underway. One. Oh, Kevin Na double bogeyed Oof. the first. <laughs> Take that, Liv. Yeah, um, the problem with Kevin Na is... Uh, What's this? This is going to be good. Wait, wait, wait. He plays at a glacial pace, Kevin Na. Oh, that's just, like, just straight analysis. I thought it was going to be like a pun or something like that. No, he's oh. he's slower than the last day of school oh. when he's out on the on the green. Like he, he's going to hold up the whole course. Is he fun well, like the last day what, of school? Is that where they put her on? No, slower because it one? takes forever to end. What's that? Is, is that where they put him on the first tee time? I hope so because he's such an incredibly slow player. There's mm. nothing worse than slow golfers. <laughs> like I don't mind if you line up your tee, but some guys just take forever. Hit the ball. Let's go. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty quick whenever I play, to be honest. Especially like greens, I'll maybe take a little bit more time because I like to get different angles of how sure. the greens rolling. I like to look from north, south, east, and west. But if I'm out in the fairway, sometimes I don't even do a practice yeah. swing. Just Kevin full Nob, send. Uh, super slow. Can you share with the listeners what you told me before the show about the Masters leaderboard? About the Masters leaderboard? Oh, yeah. I hate it. That, that part? Yeah. The but, Masters leaderboard on their website? Yeah. So he's like, the I hate tournament. the Masters leaderboard. It's so, I hate the over-under. I can't figure it out. And I go, hey, uh, you know you can change it it's to It's not that one. I can't figure it out. I just think that it's it's so archaic. I think it looks cool. It's like it's uh, It looks like the one that's actually at the course. Oh, I guess. Yeah, so Mike, we're even through one. Kevin Nah. Double bogey. I get one. it. I get the scoring. Oh, you gotta go. Oh, he's two shots. Okay, I get it. No, no. All right. Uh, by the way, real quick, too, um, our good friends at Calgary Lock and Safe, uh, you have a chance to win a $550 prize pack um, with our golf pool. It's closed. This thing filled up yesterday. So, how many we got in the pool? Guess. One guess. 289. 356. Hell yeah. Really? 356 Woo! entries into the golf pool. That is awesome. And there's some Calgary favorites in here. There's some Can you read some names? names. Yeah, let me do a quick scroll here, see if there's anything I like. Um, Soggy Putts. Okay. Uh, any, any of them referring to our show? Some people did me dirty. I, really? I don't, I don't know yeah. which ones you're talking about, so if you have any right now, go ahead and, and pull it out. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it was like Alex Brody's pimento cheese farts. Nice. <laughs> I don't even think I've had pimento cheese before. Is that there? That's you got to ma- find that one. Ooh, that's, that's a, um, do you like pimento sandwich. cheese, Alex? I've never had pimento cheese before. Okay. There's uh, Toronto George, which is your team. That's my team. Which is your team. Yeah, yeah. I named that myself. Yeah, yeah So nobody yeah. could use that name. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm living it up. Stat Pine, <laughs> Stat Pineberg. I like that. Okay. That's not bad. Uh, I'm going to keep looking because these the are... Jim Nance has an entry some, in There were some better ones earlier, but they... <laughs> yeah, you got to find the one that has Alex. Alex Brody and GBP <laughs> Fear 1990 to 2000. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's a good one. Um, this is a hockey pun. Who's Kirk's bed but golf? <laughs> okay. John right. Daly's liver. <laughs> okay. Oh. Welcome. Still aboard. Wow. Maury Rickleroy. Okay. Mm, yeah, there's some good ones yeah, in here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to giving away the $550 <laughs> this prize one, pack this from one Calgary Lofkin. This one's just called Russick Sucks. That's okay. not your most creative well, work. True. 
Um, I do suck, um, but the Flames don't suck. They had a big 3-1 win last night. Oh, nice. In Winnipeg over the Jets. Uh, The Rose Report is straight ahead. We'll talk to Frank Cervalli. And we're going to play probably the greatest clip you'll ever hear from a par three contest. (laughs) I'm not lying. The greatest clip you're ever going to. Like, I've been thinking about this clip during the 6 o'clock hour, and, I, and I'm and i laughing to myself, and I'm trying to keep it straight. Yeah. But in the 7 o'clock hour, we're going to play you the greatest clip ever played at the Masters Par 3. <laughs> we'll do that. It's the, it's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. In the afterglow of a Flames 3-1 win in Winnipeg last night over the Jets. Do it in the voice. Come on. In the afterglow. Yes, sir. Yes, Jerry. Yes, sir. (laughs) Did you see the email he sent over the weekend? I did. That was so nice. Who, Jerry? Yes. Oh, I didn't see it. He's a little man. The the guy who sends the stat packs still includes Jerry Howarth in the uh, emails. And he emailed on Saturday, I think it was. And he's like, I just want to thank you for for keeping me involved in these. And best of luck this season. Oh, what a nice man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Frank Cervalli, NHL Daily Faceoff at the top of the hour. Derek Wills, the voice of the Flames. Um, We got lots to do today. We also want to hear from you on the text line. It's already popping, as the kids say. Oh, yeah, is it? Yeah. It's already sick. <laughs> it's already fire. It's lit, fam. Yeah, it's lit, fam. It's already it's, fire. Dude, you we, bet. It's got the riz, bro. Yeah. Um, the flames won't go away like blank. <laughs> How we doing, broads? The we flames won't go what? away like blank. I think so, Maddie. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the flames won't go away like blank. Mm-hmm. 960, 960, name and location. But right now. To break down that monstrous 3-1 win by the Calgary Flames, it's the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Matty Rose. Ah, yes. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Welcome inside as we're... Riding this report right into the long weekend. Very exciting stuff going on, especially with the Flames result yesterday. It was part of a quiet three-game schedule, but lots of hockey for you tonight. We'll get your weekend viewing guide for the Flames playoff hunt as well. Alec Manoa's second start was much better than his first. The Masters are underway. Raptors had a big game. Tough one for the Hitmen. We'll get it all going ahead. We'll start with the Flames, though. In Winnipeg for the biggest game of the year. After losing to the Blackhawks on Tuesday, Jets sitting and waiting. Tough back-to-back for Calgary, but just too damn bad at this point. Make it work. Jacob Markstrom between the pipes. Probably to little surprise around town. Same personnel, but different lines. Lindholm and Toffoli had Dylan Dubé on their left. Backlund and Huberto had Mangiapane on their right. Caudry flanked by Richie and Coleman. And the fourth line stayed the same with Luch, Lewis, and Dewar. Early on, Flames had a couple of power plays, but they could not find the back of the net. First one was kind of scary as a little push to the numbers. Saw Rasmus Anderson sprawl into the boards hard, got looked at. He was able to stay in the game, but the Flames would not capitalize on either of their first two power play opportunities. Toffoli would hit a post, but that was pretty much it until Nick Ritchie took an offensive zone cross-checking penalty. 
They would kill that off, but then right back to the kill on a Lucic double minor for high sticking. Jets started to get their legs. Markstrom stood tall, but eventually it would be the Jets that break through. Shifley works it right wing side to Dubois. And he'll bounce it up the near boards to Ehlers. Ehlers, far circle, and Connor, who shoots and scores. A wicked one-timer by Kyle Connor. Oh, geez, man, that's 31 bingos for Kyle Connor. That one comes just before the 12-minute mark of the first as Winnipeg opened the score with the man advantage. Is that your uh, Morty Squeak, voice? Squeaky boy teen. Thank you, Pat. From the Simpsons, squeaky, squeaky voice teen. Yep. Got Jer- it. Jeremy Freeman. Kind of who Kyle Connor looks like. Um, no? real, okay. real quick, too. Tough sell. Um, gorgeous pass by Ehlers to Connor on that one-timer. Mm-hmm. But also, um, before that goal, first of all, Lucic needs to have way better control of his stick not to take a double minor as he pretty much put this blade <laughs> of a stick into the dude's face. And then I love the upwards palms after. Oh. It's like, well, what did I do? <laughs> But again, um, that Anderson play uh, that Dubois shoved him in the back. I thought, I thought the, I thought it was going to be more than a two minute because I thought it was very, very um, dirty by Dubois. It's tough because it's kind of a subtle play. Like when you slow it down, it looks bad. I, I, I definitely felt like it was a penalty. I wouldn't have been mad if it was more, but if you were a Jets fan, I would have understood being upset. I don't know, man. That's a tough one in a tough spot. It's a dangerous play. Like the, I think the biggest thing there for me was that Rasmus was ended up being okay. Uh, how many um, Flames fans watching that game last night, seeing Anderson on the ice, looked bad, looked like an awkward fall. You immediately think to what happened to him in Detroit. You're like, oh no, is this some sort of recurrence of an injury? You're afraid for Rasmus Anderson. There's the season. You're missing your top pair defenseman. You're going to lose this game. They're hurt. Nope. He, he was back, back on the power play. And he was fine. Came back on the power play. Jets fans did not appreciate that because they were booing him like crazy. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Lucic has to have better control of his stick uh, when the Jets score that bingo on the power play. one nothing after 20 minutes of play. The Flames would start the second period on the power play, but they would not score, which definitely felt like an issue early on. The Flames were 0 for 3, while Winnipeg was 1 for 3 with the man advantage. It did look like the Flames had drawn even at even strength in period number 2. Here we got a breakaway. Richie in. Shoots. A stop. Rebound. Zadorov scores! Uh-oh, the referees have uh, gone over to the Jets bench, and I wonder if we have a challenge coming up here. Yeah. Huge call coming up. After review, there was goaltender interference. Probably the right call with Richie dragging that toe there, spinning Hellebuck around. He rotated him like 90 degrees. Uh, tough one as it remained a one-goal lead in the peg. Yeah, I don't think there was any question that was goaltender interference. No, not at all. Like, Richie's got to move his giant boot out of the way and not hit Hellebuck in that situation. Yeah. Or just bury the rebound and, first. There you go. And Zadora must have been like, hey, now, <laughs> could have had two last night if it wasn't for you. And honestly, he's the one who makes that play. He's the one who springs Richie on the yeah. breakaway by making a great play at his own blue line. So. Yep. Little hat tip to the big man. Second period. Boy, was that fun to watch. Heavy game, physical, mean, pretty open, too. How about this sequence? Shifley in. Shifley centers. And Markstrom stops Dubois. A game saver and maybe a season saver. And now the Flames have a 2-1-1. Backlund to Marshapani. He scores. Wow. Great chances at both ends. The Jets can't bury theirs. The Flames 
but there's and in the back of the net. Andrew Majapani scores, and this game is tied at one. And you might have heard all the whistles and the hubbub in the background there under Derek's call because Majapani scores a nice goal on the one-timer beating Hellebuck, but there was all sorts of chaos that broke out after. What a fantastic save by Markstrom on oh. that three-on-one. Oh, my goodness. He robs Dubois. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they just And then he gives him like away. a push in the back of the head as yep. they're going back up the ice. And then that led to the um, Manjapani scores. Dubois right. goes back to, to Marstrom. Marstrom Give me some, some water. of your water. And then who else gets in the face of Dubois? The heart and soul of the team, Chris Tanev. You better believe it. You got to love that if you're a Flames fan. Dropped his gloves immediately. I'm like, yep. man, well, don't, this... don't you talk to my goalie like that. So this guy's healthy, hey, it's, between the hit yesterday and, and... And Dubois did that tough guy move where he was pointing his finger. Yeah. Like, why don't you drop your gloves then, Duvob? You're so tough. Yeah. Drop the mitts, bro. Do something about it, big dog. Pointing at the old Jacob Markstrom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was Jacob Markstrom that little squirting the water? Is that a little bush league? A little bit. I like it. Yeah, but yeah. I love uh, water bottle squared guys. I I just love the little disrespect and literally nothing's going to come of it. You're going to be wet. You're already soaked. You're sweating, dude. Dubois had the worst quote after the game, too. Oh, it's fine with the water. I drink it. I shower in it. (laughs) Great. No kidding. Definitely not between Patty, the can ears. you get the clip? Which one? Pierre Luc Dubois. Pierre Luc Dubois on Talk water. water. Pierre yeah. Luc Dubois on water. We'll find yeah. it. Okay. That's how we can label that one. Pierre Luc Dubois was in the middle of it all. In the end, Manjapani's goal does count. It's his 17th. Markstrom and Huberto get unsportsmanlike penalties there. Tanev gets a roughing call. Dubois gets roughing it and unsportsmanlike. So the Jets were actually on the power play, although they did not score. Flames also had one more fruitless power play tie game after 40 minutes of play. Off to the third, another power play for the Flames without a goal, but perhaps some momentum built because then they'd take the lead shortly after with the fourth line doing some work. Left point to Zadorov, he shoots, that shot's knocked down. Now Lewis shoots, and he's stopped by Hellebuck, and now Dewar shoots, and they score! Walker Dewar pushes the puck across the crease. Walker Dewar with the uh, shovel into the crease. It goes off Nate Schmidt, past the netminder, and boom, you got the lead. Oh, Just by the like way, that. Uh, Markstrom with the enormous save on Nate Schmidt on a breakaway. Uh, shorthanded that we didn't it was, talk uh, about. You know, oh, had well, to... uh, I got him right here. And now a breakaway. Healer shoots, and Markstrom makes a blocker stop. Yeah. Now that was later. So the Schmidt one Sorry, was when yes. they were on the power play, and Schmidt right. comes out of the box. Messes it up the first time, and then he got a second crack yes. at it, and Markstrom still made the save. Uh, th- this is something last night with the with the fourth line scoring and Walker Dewar getting that goal. Uh-huh. That's something that we've been talking about all season is when the Flames are playing at their best, it's tough for teams to keep up with Calgary's depth mm-hmm. in the forward lines because a lot of teams are very top six heavy because of the salary gap, but the strength of the Calgary Flames is their depth. And that was definitely on display last night because when the Calgary's fourth line was out there and we know Daryl loves playing that fourth line, especially when they're playing well, like one thing I'll definitely Lewis was say great is last night when that line is not playing well, they usually only play about seven or eight minutes. Yeah. And they didn't play at all in the first period. The amount of penalty trouble they got into exactly. a lot of power plays and PK. So maybe they just had more legs as the game went on. They definitely had more legs. And I thought they were great last night. Dewar again was fantastic. And I thought Lewis was fantastic last night. And I know you're going to get to it, but I want to talk about Lucic too real quick as after you play the clip of the, the 3-1 goal in the breakaway. All right, uh, we'll play the 3-1 clip. How about this nice dish from Jonathan Huberdeau? Flames it through the pocket out to center. Mantrapani 
Moves it up the right wing side to Huberto. He stops and drops. Zanora shoots and scores! The big man joining the rush goes top corner off a nice feed from Jonathan Huberto. Those are the types of passes that we wanted to see for the entire year. Across the blue line with speed. Stop, look for help, find the fourth man coming, and then score goals. What a beautiful shot by Zadorov on that goal. It was a gorgeous top quarter shot, beating him clean as clean can be. A short time after, too, uh, Milan Lucic took a slap shot. Uh-huh. And I love on the Sportsnet yeah. broadcast. Like, I couldn't believe this. Like, I had to I had to, I had to, rewind it like, to watch it. me? Lucic's slap shot was 100.2 miles an hour. And then they clocked an Ehler shot at, like, 98. I was like, are we right on? Is this, is is this like, true? Is the gun a little hot today, guys? Like... Yeah, I I couldn't believe that, that Milan Lucic fired the puck that much. But again, that line was a difference. And what an incredible shot by Nikita Zadorov, who again, it's the roller coaster that is Nikita Zadorov. Sometimes it's a lot of highs and a lot of lows. And last night he was great for the Calgary Flames. Sure was. Markstrom held the door as well when that two-goal lead was maybe in doubt for some moments. And now a breakaway. Healer shoots and Markstrom makes a blocker stop. Potter gives it back to Shifley who drops it to Morrissey who tries a shot and has it blocked. And now Shifley, a sharp angle shot and Markstrom comes sliding across and then right out of his crease to make the save. 34 of 35 stops for Jacob Markstrom. Connor Hellebuck stops 32 of 35 for the Jets. Third period was a real buckled-down effort, as described by the winning netminder. It was, uh, you know, Stetcher had a huge block, and, uh, you know, Lewis, uh, you know, saved a goal, too, on the right behind me, underneath me, pretty much. He put a stick there and, and, and saved a goal, so he, he was, you know, those big plays. And then the timely goals, too, is huge. The Sedora, obviously, the you know, the, the second goal to, to go up 2-1, and then the Sedora goal comes at a great time and you know it's nice to get those uh, that little cushion for the before the end big win big win for the calgary flames pierre-luc dubois on water yeah i didn't really care about that it's water i drink it I shower like everybody else like it's just water i, I didn't i didn't like the punch in the back of the head hmm. um i'm not gonna do what else is he showering in yeah i didn't really care about that it's water i drink it I shower like everybody else <laughs> what a dumb thing to say. <laughs> yeah, it's water. I drink it, I shower in it. Like everyone else. I need it to live. <laughs> My body is made up of 80% of it. Yeah. Maybe he's a plant. He likes the water. <laughs> maybe, he he's a, maybe he's water. He's a plant. I don't know. It's important to every living organism on this planet. Yeah. We, you know, without water, we're screwed. Yeah. All right. All right. Flames of Vancouver Saturday night before they come home to host the Predators. And Must the Sharks. win. Monday and Wednesday, the Jets host the Predators Saturday. The Sharks Monday at home. Tough back-to-back. They go from home to Minnesota to face the Wild Tuesday night. They're in the, they end their season in Colorado on the 13th. Flames will already be done on the 12th. Elsewhere, the Rangers doubled up the Lightning 6-3, and the Oilers beat the Ducks 3-1. Ryan Nugent Hopkins hit 100 points as the Oilers became the first team to have a trio of 100-point scorers in 27 years. Tons of action tonight for Canadian teams. you got the Blackhawks and the Canucks at 8, Maple Leafs and Bruins at 5. That's a fun one. Capitals and Canadiens, Senators and Panthers. That's a big one for the Cats. They've got 87 points. They're in the first wild card. In the second wild card are the Islanders. They host the Lightning. And then just outside of it are the Penguins. They host the Wild. So three big games in the Eastern wild card race. For the Flames race, the Predators host the Hurricanes at 6 o'clock. I still don't. No? No. No. Okay. You just want them to play spoiler. Yeah. Ah, 
Yeah, well, I'd rather just see the Hurricanes win this game. And, and no, 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 but home. when they play the Jets, yeah, just beat the Jets. Yes, okay. That's yeah, what yeah, I mean. I beat see. the Jets. Yeah. That's I don't t- care what they do against the Hurricanes tonight. Beat the Jets how's that, in regulation. How's that for a back-to-back? Go from hosting the Hurricanes to playing in Winnipeg against the Jets. Great That's schedule. a tough one. Uh, Golden Knights and Kings go at eight. That's uh, an interesting playoff matchup. And then a whole bunch of lopsided matches as well. Jackets and Devils, Sabres and Wings, Rangers and Blues, Flyers and Stars, Coyotes and Kraken, Avalanche and Sharks. Jays and Royals, game three of their series yesterday. Second Manoa start of the season. Was a bit shaky on opening day. Only lasted three and a third, but this was not the case yesterday. Got into a bit of a trouble in the third, but no real problem. Runners go. The 0-1, a fastball line to right field. Springer has a bead on it. He makes the catch. Comes up throwing back towards second base. Bichette on the back will double up the Royals. Nicky Lopez was nowhere to be found. <laughs> he was in motion as the pitch went in. It was sharp contact to right. Springer with a good throw. Bichette on top of the bag. Inning ending double play. All right. So maybe a little bit of shaky base running from the Royals helped there. But nevertheless, no runs allowed. Got in a little trouble. In the fifth as well, but no problem for the big Puma. Manoa ready for a 75th pitch of the night. A 1-2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Manoa pitched into a pickle. He survives another jam, and he keeps us scoreless in KC. Pickles and jams and getting out of the fifth inning without allowing a run. You'd love to see that. Left the game with a little run support too. 2-1. Hot shot in the middle of the diamond, scooped up by Massey, goes to win. It's second for one, and a throw is Roy first. And a run will come in and score and give the Blue Jays a 1-0 lead. Bobby Witt Jr. left it shy of Pasquantino. He couldn't scoop it. That would have retired this side. Instead, the inning continues, and Toronto's on top of the sixth, 1-0. All right, so maybe some Kansas City mistakes also led to an eventual 3-0 win, but... You'll take it. Vlad Guerrero Jr. went yard for the first time this year. Matt Chapman drove in another run as the Jays did win 3 to nothing. Manoa left the game after seven innings pitched. One hit against four walks, but he also struck out five. Jordan Romano earned his third save of the year. He had a strikeout, but also allowed a hit. He's now three for three on the season in save attempts. Yeah, impressive win. All of a sudden, the Jays back to 500 after it looked like the sky was falling early on in the season. They went four games without hitting a home run. They've now hit home runs in three straight. So that's a good way to start. They didn't in the first three. They've got home runs of back-to-back. Now they'll try and do it again today. The series will wrap just after 12. Kevin Gossman will head to the mound. Toronto Raptors and Boston Celtics. Second half of a back-to-back. Toronto is in a play-in spot, but fighting for positioning with the Hawks. The Hawks got a big win yesterday over the Washington Wizards. So how did the Raptors do George. Yeah, so uh, the Boston Celtics don't have Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, or Al Horford in the lineup. Oh, easy win for the Raps. No, they lose 97-93 in Boston. Malcolm Brogdon scored 29 points as the Celtics held off the Raptors. Uh, Toronto shooting just 41% from the field, and they shot a putrid 18.2% from the field. I think they were like 3 of 20-something from (laughs) 3. It was just absolutely terrible last night. That's no good. Well, they are going to the play-in. Um, seeding might be tougher now because the Hawks did win. Next game for Toronto Friday. Against those same Celtics, they stay down in Boston. And uh, very exciting, but uh, it's finally here, George. And hello, friends. Jim Nance, and welcome to this tradition unlike any other. 
Oh, this is so exciting right now, isn't it? Hello, friends. Uh, Jim Nance, and welcome to CBS's coverage again of the Masters for the 54th consecutive mm -hmm. year. Yes, this tradition unlike any other. A tradition like unlike any other, George. Uh, love me some Masters, some Augusta National. Um, sweet tones. The only problem is the weather is going to be. Hello, friends. The weather is going to be poopy this weekend. Yeah, you were pointing to the weather. I couldn't really get a good look yeah. at it. Oh, there's Bub Watson, the range goat on the tube. Yeah, today, uh, today it's going to be warm range goat logo in the 80s, um, and it's going to be a chance of thunderstorm. Then it's going to cool off tomorrow, and then Saturday and Sunday, Saturday high in the 40s yeah. and rain, and then Sunday high in the 50s and rain. El Nino working its magic. Yes, mm. <laughs> yes. I know you're big in those Pacific currents, oh, Patty. Yeah. I know oh, big you're big time. into that. Big time. Um, but... I'm more of a La Nina guy, but it's fine. <laughs> well, we just coming out of La Nina. There you go. The more you know. Um, Are there any uh, groupings yeah. that you're looking forward to watching today, George? Because I yeah. know uh, this is kind of prime nap time. Do you know, sit down on the coach. Yeah, there's there's some there's some, off for a half hour. Um, Noon no. Mountain, um, you got Finau, Fleetwood Spieth. That's pretty good. Burns, yep. McElroy, Tom Kim. That's mm -hmm. kind of interesting. Uh, like Scotty Scheffler playing with Max Homan, of course. The amateur Bennett, uh, Billy Z's, Alatoris Morikawa, Fitzpatrick. Canadian content. Corey Connors playing with uh, Justin Rose and Dustin Johnson. Mike so Weir is even through three holes as he is already out on the course. Uh, you gotta like that too. And be uh, Weirzy playing Adam, with Kevin Na, uh, who's so so slow and um adam svensson um who's adam svensson playing Why he's making oh he's playing debut. with patrick reed and keith mitchell he gets going in about um 34 minutes in his master's debut so yes. best of luck to him which yep. uh, that's never an easy uh you know task mm -hmm. your first trip to you Augusta. know the only person to win in their first time is a tiger no patrick I do not know. Oh, I stumped Patrick. Yeah. I don't know if. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Racist himself, Ozzy oh. Zeller. <laughs> the only guy to win in his master's oh, debut. Debutant, if you will. Uh, that's great to hear. Uh, enjoy the master's this weekend, everybody. It's going to yep. be a lot of fun. And good luck to everybody who joined our pool. We got a couple great prizes on the line. A range finder and a safe from our friends at Calgary Lock and Safe. Uh, Valued at 550 bucks. Yeah, that's nothing to sneeze at. Nope. And, uh, did you find the Alex uh, Brody name team names? I didn't find the Alex Brody team names. There was a couple uh I closed What about the here. pimento cheese fart one Alex? Which one's that? I didn't I couldn't find that one. Alex, do you have them? I'm sure you know which ones they are. I can <laughs> grab it. It's definitely there. I saw it. Alex, it's cuz people care about you yeah. and they use no, you as a, a name. It's an honor. Okay. Yeah, it is. Here are all the Brodies. We okay. got Brody's Long Range Safes. Okay. Brody 74, which might just be somebody named Brody. Okay. Brody's Pimento Cheese Farts. Yep. Of course. Great name. And then Brody's Roadies. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Brody Needs a Break. Yeah, probably <laughs> probably does. And then, as we mentioned earlier, Alex Brody and GVP Fear 19, 1990 to 2000. Yeah, that's not that bad. What you're are you talking about? A Broad on the Juice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed that okay. one. All right, I love I it. I like Abrod. That's fun. Yeah, it's yeah, like Abrod like mm -hmm. who played baseball, but they've put the B in front of it. So it's Abrod. I love it. Locally, a uh, tough one for the Hitmen yesterday. Lost to the Rebels 6-1 down at the Dome. They're down bad without two of their top players in Riley Fiddler Schultz. Their captain is Sean Chagall, the Anaheim Ducks prospect. They'll try to stave off elimination in Game 5 tomorrow up in Red Deer. 
That would force a game six Sunday afternoon. The Wranglers earned a huge win in Coachella Valley. They beat the Firebirds 3-1, and as a result, they take over top spot in the AHL. That much closer to a first-round bye with just four games to go. This weekend, the Roughnecks host Panther City. It's going to go Saturday night at 7 o'clock. They just got three more regular season games before the postseason begins. They've already clinched a spot, and... Uh, Patty's got a guest from the Roughnecks coming up just after 9 o'clock, don't you? Hell yeah, Christian Del Bianco, goaltender. Big boy. Good at stopping balls. Mm-hmm. And he's actually uh, got a couple of uh, notable milestones that you can discuss as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, one other note on the Calgary Stampeders. They signed Caleb Bedenock, offensive lineman who played 36 NFL games, including uh, 23 starts, most of it with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff, Maddie. The Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Yeah, I didn't really care about that. It's water. I drink it. Yeah. I shower like everybody else. Yeah. What a weird thing to say. Frank Saravalli, NHL Insider, Daily Faceoff at the top of the hour. Well, that's Frank. Like, uh, Calgary Flames pulling you back in. You thought the season was over after that loss to the Blackhawks. On Tuesday night. Nope. What do they do? They go into Winnipeg on the back end of a back-to-back and just shut down the Jets. Jacob Markstrom, fantastic. The fourth line was great. Flames win 3-1. Tied for the second wild card spot now in the Western Conference. We're taking your text messages as well at 960-960. The Flames won't go away like blank. The Flames will not go away like blank. 960-960. Name and location. We got Brody and the Beat coming up. Mm-hmm. We got the Snow Show coming up. Yep. We got the Voice of the Flames. Golf show. Derek no Wills. Snow Show. There's what? Snow Show's gone. That we're done with the Snow Show. We're done with the Snow Show. I was. Why was I not informed? Last of this? week was the last Snow Show. Yep. The more you know. Okay. That's and why you're the producer. We got golf show though. I did notice it wasn't in here, and I was like, I gotta talk to somebody. I wonder if we're doing <laughs> okay. that today. And then in the uh, then around seven thirty, we're gonna play you the greatest clip ever from a par three contest that <laughs> I keep laughing to myself about <laughs> that we haven't played yet, and I'm gonna try to keep it together when we play it. And it's so short, it's so sweet, but it's so funny yet sad and disturbing <laughs> at the same time. We're going to do that at 7.30. I can't wait to be at this point. Yeah, it's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.